Your soul is attracted to people the same way flowers are attracted to the sun. Surround yourself only with those who want to see you grow. Dig. Welcome to the One Love Sports Podcast, your place for quick takes on hot sporting topics and events. I am Lance Thomas, along with my host, uh, my co-host there, Mario Pottinger, the Rastaman from Live Sports Media. Welcome, Mario. I'm not hearing the energy from you that the last NFL weekend should have brought, you know? I mean, and this weekend coming up, I, I, I don't think it can match last week. Last week, was just out of this world. Uh, there were some disappointments last week, um, some great moments as well. Mm. Uh, in terms of the same energy, um, I'm feeling 100%, but um, we'll still do the show. show has to go. This is the best 30 minutes in all of sports, and we kick things off as usual. We're looking at the week that was, and as we mentioned earlier, the NFL weekend, you know, um, it was the, that was the divisional rounds, and for my money, it was the best weekend ever not just in the nfl but in sports i mean i've never seen four games so closely contested so full of drama um it was amazing you had the packers who went down they were odds on favorite for the super bowl um and were looking the best team in the league and they were taken out by wildcard entrance 49ers you know who are the div- well no not divisional rivals but they are from the same conference they went down um 10 10 13 to the 49ers and then you had also the 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 chiefs bills game which was the biggest of them all but before that you had titans who went down titans again was the leading team number one from the afc and they went down to bengals with young quarterback young but capable quarterback um joe borrow again that was a few a, a case of the titans quarterback being futile um having three picks in the game he basically defeated his own team and that's ryan Tannehill. then in another game a big game you had tom brady tv 12 representing buccaneers and they went down to the rams it was a really good good game the buccaneers went down early couldn't find their mojo but came back in the fourth quarter roaring and tied the game only for them to lose um from a field goal very 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 good game entertaining game and if you thought you had enough then the last game of the weekend chiefs bills was the cracker that was the one where both teams slung it was a real scoring fest you know i mean defenses were shred to pieces you know it was really really a great contest with the chiefs coming out on top with the ever reliable patrick mahomes uh getting the better of josh allen Josh Allen is a beast, but Patrick Mahomes is out of this world, you know, and, and, and with that Kansas City Chiefs offense, just unpredictable plays, you know it's coming, you know it's going to be a big play, just don't know where it's coming from and they're going to burn you. So to me, hands down, best weekend in sports ever. What do you have to say about that, Mario? Uh, well, it was a definitely a great weekend. I think it's a bit of a prisoner of the moment to say the greatest weekend in sports. I'm pretty sure you said that before throughout your life. 
if you get if you get well i mean it's, it's always it's, it's always yeah. I let you talk me to believe in, in the squad because I trust the coach and trust the squad as well. Just as you but I always had skepticism about Tannehill. Um Joey Burrow and that then goes to have the right mentality and the right talent, but um there's still some pieces they need. And the Packers versus 49ers. Um I forgive credit to the 49ers um, defense. Neither offenses did anything. But it was down to um, who had the better special teams. Um, so uh, I forgive that one to the 49. But I just don't want him to like beat the Packers and then go to the Rams. Since I'm being prisoner of the moment, tell me one weekend in sports which is better than this. I can't remember one of the Okay, top great. Of that's the point. That's the point. So can... If it was no, that great, you don't remember a... it. No, no, but I, I guarantee at some point you're going to forget this. Repeat that. At some point in history going forward, you're going to forget this weekend, or it's just going to be a normal weekend. I don't know. I don't um, know about that. I don't know about that. Um, well, you know, it, it, it is true that maybe it, it's it's so fresh, but let's say so far. I mean, the only thing I can remember is maybe when Bolt won his first um, 100 meter. That was big, but that was one event. You know, I'm talking about four different events here, which were, were just epic. You know, so this, this was really, really good. Even though it's in the same sport, um, the same season, it was. It, it's really amazing. I mean, back to back Saturday and Sunday, really good. I, I just can't recall, and if I even end up recalling some other moment was better, it just starts to show how great the weekend was. You know, that's a real point. Um, other games of interest on our card were the Milan-Juventus matchup in Syria, in Italy, which finished in a scoreless draw. And um, the UFC fight with Brandon Moreno taking on Davison Figueredo. And Figueredo came out on top there. Any comments on that fight, Mario? Uh, the fight was, I don't know what it is between these two guys, but the fights keep getting better. Like, the first fight was a shocker. Um, Davidson Figueredo won that one. Okay. Then the second fight was another shocker um, when Moreno won the second fight. And each fight somehow was more entertaining and more exciting. Like the first fight, you didn't really know who either guys were. Second fight, you know who they were, but you get a different victory this time and a different way. And then for this third fight, it's like if you were to combine the first two fights in terms of the skill sets, um, you could see that both of these guys fight, knew who each other were okay. from each fight. Okay. And they trade blow for blow, submission attempt okay. for submission attempt. Yeah. This is this is one of the um, greatest UFC trilogies in my opinion. Excellent. Um, that has become a theme for the UFC, really, um, that every week it gets better. I mean, we keep on saying that over and over, that this sport is just one of the more exciting ones, where the events keep getting better fight keep getting better and as mario is saying one of the better trilogies that he has seen um in perhaps ufc and boxing in general um so that sums up our pre our review of the week that was and we now move to the preview for the upcoming week okay so previewing the upcoming week and we note first of all in the world of soccer um football for us that it's an international break. So we have the World Cup qualifiers going on. Um, so the EPL, all the major European leagues, all the football leagues all over the world are on a break. I think it is. You think it is? Okay. 
I think that is, I, I don't think so. I don't agree. I think if people think this league is over with what essentially could be really a six-point lead, and you have basically reached the, you just passed the midpoint um, of the season. You have Champions League games coming up, which are going to be critical. You have COVID happening, you know. Um, teams are suffering from the AFCON of losing players to the African Cup of Nations. Um, yeah, the World Cup qualifiers going at the same time. There are so many things in the air that, I mean, I cannot see how I could say with a six-point lead, a Man City, which is known to be fallible. They're not infallible. They're not invincible. They, 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 they do slip sometimes. I uh, cannot see how this is over. But I think it's possible for Liverpool and Chelsea fans. It, it reveals some of their frailties that really they have concerns with their team. The teams are not really as strong as they maybe want to believe. Because if they were, they wouldn't um, yeah. think it's over. Yes. Well, well here's the thing I yes. want to say about that. Yes. In the situation for um, Chelsea and... I can't speak for the Liverpool fans. Mm -hmm. As a Chelsea fan, it's not that my team isn't good enough, but all of my players are consistently being getting injured. Um, so it's not like I have a full squad for the, the, the second, The main thing that I wanted to do, mm -hmm. main thing, that, that this doesn't have to do with any form of fan, just as a sports analyst, mm -hmm. The only two teams in football overall mm -hmm. in the world that can handle, uh, that is best prepared for, for all of what you just listed out yes. is Manchester City and Chelsea. Mm -hmm. And we see, we've seen how it has destroyed Chelsea's chances. Mm -hmm. No, in terms of Man City, of all of the teams who have to um, contest with the increase of games, the increase of well, the COVID issues, because everybody deals with that on the same Mm -hmm. The team that is best prepared for all of those situations is Man City, which is why I give them those. Well, it just means then that fans and 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 the team managers have to acknowledge that the teams are not properly um, constructed then, because if you are a team looking to be a, um, a champion, really have a true championship ambitions, then that should you should be you shouldn't be a fair weather team, a team that hope that rain doesn't fall. You should be prepared for for all of these things I'm talking about, especially because these these things haven't happened upon us, you know, overnight. I mean, these things we know they have been building. We know these things are happening. So, teams with real championship ambitions should really be, you know, equipping themselves to to weather storms like these, or else I think you're a pretender. So, um, yes, so that's really my um, view on this Premier League title. It shouldn't really be over with just a six-point lead. And if it is over, it says more about the teams that are saying that they are contending and it says about Manchester City. It's not because they are just so great. Because Man City is playing good, but I, I wouldn't say Man City, uh, I wouldn't say it's playing great. Or, you know, they're good. That's all I would say. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The one thing I want to say is that they are the only, other than Chelsea, they are yeah. the only team in European football that can put out two starting games. Okay. All right. Okay, good, good. All right, so we, we, we move over to the NBA, and in the East, it's the Heat. The Heat is on again. Um, they were early leaders in the early season, and now as the season progresses, they have jumped back into the lead. Um, I see Tyler Hero playing again, looking good. Um, of course, Jimmy Butler is back, um, and Bulls are, are there, but have slipped a little bit. Nets are quite inconsistent in recent time because 
Kevin Durant is out because something always happening in, in the Nets, you know, somebody out, something, some, it's really like a team of story team right now. Um, don't think they, they have the players, but I don't think the organization has a championship medal at the moment. People will disagree with that. Box Cavs, 76 as Hornets are, you know, they're in the mix in the East. Cavs are the hottest team. Uh, who would guess? They are on an eight and two. They are eight and two over the last ten games. In the West, it's Suns. Suns looking even more dominant as the season progresses. Um, of course, they are they are nine and one in the last ten games, which made them the hottest team in the league. Warriors who were very hot um, um, up to December with Steph Curry on fire, now has cooled off a bit. Um, Steph Curry being a bit more inconsistent right now, maybe reverting to the norm and to the to the average grizzlies um holds third place ahead of jazz just ahead of jazz um but makes for a nice top four there very very compact top four the mavs nuggets timbulls lakers and clippers are following i think lakers you, you can see that lebron still has the quality i i, I think that lebron has the kind of ability that he he is he can still be the best player in the league but he's pacing himself to win championships unfortunately he may not have the team around him to do it but i think he, he still has a caliber and he is just managing him, himself because i can see in some of these games that he can really raise it to another level like when he wants um we have three games coming up over the week over the next week uh two uh, feature the Nets. It's Warriors Nets on Saturday and Nets again travel to Suns on Tuesday, next Tuesday. But before that, it's Grizzlies Jazz tomorrow, Friday evening. Um, which of these is a more attractive game for you, Mario? Uh, definitely the Grizzlies Jazz. I okay. know that the Warriors Nets are bigger names, but I don't think either of those teams have themselves figured out. Mm -hmm. The Jazz know who they are, the Grizzlies know who they are, you know what you're getting. Essential. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, point taken. And especially Nets being without Kevin Durant at the moment. Yeah. You really don't know what you're going to get from Kyrie and Harden together. They have been in recent weeks now. Rumors about Harden um, not going to be staying after the season. Likely not going to be staying depending on the outcome. But even talking about trading him from now during the season, you know, so because there is some. There is some inkling of discontent, you know, with, with James Harden at the moment. And who can blame him? I mean, he came to join two reliable partners in Durant and Kyrie, and particularly Kyrie has let the, the team down in his stance he has taken and he has put his commitment to the team um, in second place or third to whatever other interests. It seems to be sometimes interested, sometimes not. You know, you don't, you, know, you don't know what you're gonna get from him, and he has all kind of brilliant reasons for that. But won't hold water. Um, so we look to the NFL. Yes, exciting NFL where divisional, well, well, the conference championship takes place this weekend, and two nice games. It's the Chiefs hosting the Bengals, uh, and the Rams hosting the 49ers. Your thoughts on Chiefs Bengals, Murray? This is actually a game that I'm expecting to go with just like Josh Allen. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. You're expecting a shootout? I believe, yes, I'm expecting a shootout between Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Um, 
there's a there's a few guys to me on a home sit list. Yes. Justin Herbert is one of them. Mm-hmm. Every time him and Herbert um fight against each other, um because of the comparisons made. Um and even when you hear they even when they ask um Patrick Mahomes about Justin Herbert in interviews, he always speaks doesn't speak down about him openly, but he always like don't talk him up. Okay. No, you never hear Patrick Mahomes. You never heard Patrick Mahomes say, "Oh, well, he's a good quarterback." You know, um, he's okay. one for the future. But okay. no, no, no. Patrick Mahomes is like, I need. Patrick Mahomes has literally been like, eh, I need to speak. So he's aware and of him. He's aware of him. Okay. So he's he, aware he, of he, he sees him as threat. Yes. Exactly. And Burris, and Burris is one of those guys. Okay. What about the Rams Forty ers Rams Forty ers The thing is. It's almost identical to the Packers to the Packers game. A quarterback who a quarterback who has been who has been uh, who everybody has been told as one of the greatest arms in football. Mm-hmm. Um a star studded team in terms of having the best wide receiver in mm-hmm. the game, um in Cooper Cup yeah, Devontae Adams last week. And an offense that seems unstoppable when they're picking at their best. So the and, and and a defense with the, the likes of um, Aaron Donald and um, and Von Miller and, and Jalen Ramsey, right, right. So, so it's it's like the perfect storm again, and this mm. time it's in the sunshine and not and not snow. Okay. So it almost seems like the perfect storm. Okay. And the 49ers want to get back that that Super Bowl that the lost Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs want to get another to um, recover from last year's loss to Tom Brady. Hmm. Hmm. So um, this one is very hard to predict because of what the 49ers did last week. Okay. They show that they can shut down any potent offense. All right, we will come to predictions soon. But that wraps up our preview of the upcoming seven days in world of sports. Very, very interesting. I mean, we will look at topics like um, even the Australian Open in our prediction segment, which comes to uh, a climax um, this weekend. But uh, that showing that very interesting even with the international breaking soccer a very interesting week ahead indeed so we now move over to fast break welcome to fast break yes we do quick takes on hot topics and burning issues from the world of sports and today we start with the nba so the voting for All Star and All Star votes have, are in. Um, I've, I've even looked at the most recent results. I know Steph Curry was leading in the early, early going, and LeBron James took over. And I suspect he ended in first place in the votes. But who, Mario, is the best player in the NBA at the moment? You can call it bias, Lance, but I think it's drama. Oh, okay. We're talking just about the body of work that you've given since the beginning of the season to right now where we are speaking. The most consistent NBA player who has been at the top of his game, whose team has a winning record. He's at his top three in his conference. Mm. Mm. We've seen Steph Curry go on a historic run and then fall off. Granted, the Warriors are still a good overall team, so guys like Wiggins can get you out. Clay's comeback, he can get you some points. He's getting his feet up. Mm-hmm. Guys, you have guys who can still get you the win. Steph is perfect. Um, the Suns, okay, if 
Devon Booker isn't having a nice. You have Aiton and you have CP right for sure. And you have an overall good cast of um, role players, which is why you got to the finals last year. But Jamaran's team, yes, they have some good young guys, but he himself, in terms of carrying his team, has been the most consistent so far in the season. Okay. Um, you know, I like the points you put forward for him. I'm not going to even debate you on it. Um, you could really put a case for surprisingly LeBron James himself still being the best player in the league until um, I think he is still the best superstar in the league um, I think he's still um, everybody's still even they, they may not say it out he is still a recognized um, leading person in the league John Morant is performing well um, but you still wouldn't describe him as a superstar. You'd say he's a star on the rise, but you wouldn't say superstar yet. I compare him to a couple of seasons ago with um, from Atlanta Hawks, um, Trey. Um, Trey, when Trey was also performing in the playoffs, I mean, exciting, very good game. Um, really brought their team to another level. Um, similar, I see with Jamarant happening now, but I would want to see him for another two months because the consistency and um you know how long can he sustain it is very important so let us see how he continues to perform over this season but uh hard hard to go against you with a choice hard to go against you have good arguments it's a strong strong case you made but excitingly i want to also look at the afghan updates in the African Cup of Nations. What's going on? What's the latest going on over there? Uh, well, we're getting closer and closer to the finish. Um, we're now at the quarterfinal, mm-hmm. and a lot of favorites, they're only, they're only, well, two, two outright favorites are still there, but um, two favorites are going up against each other Sunday, Egypt and Morocco in the quarterfinals. Um, Cameroon will take on Gambia, Burkina Faso will take on Tunisia and Senegal will take on Equatorial Guinea. So a lot of exciting games still left, but most of the favorites like Ghana, Algeria, Ivory Coast lost to Egypt yesterday um, on penalties. Wow. Um, but it's so far the two the teams that I'm the, the, the matchup I'm looking forward to is Egypt, Morocco. Because okay. Morocco has not been tested. Mm. So Senegal Senegal is out. No, they're still there. They're they're going against Equatorial Guinea, and Equatorial Guinea is one of those teams that has definitely shot everyone. Wow, Senegal is still in, and Egypt is still in. That's painful. But Egypt has been tested. They played Ivory Coast last month, so this is a big game between them and Morocco and so on. Only painful, Mar- be- only painful because well, of the, the Liverpool interests that are still in those games. Oh yeah, yeah, getting Salah back or Mane back. Wow. So what stage is that? Is this quarterfinals, sir? Eh? Semi-final? Quarterfinals? Yes, the quarterfinals. Okay. Quarterfinals. Okay. So I think the final is um two Sundays from now. Morocco is a Morocco. Egypt is a great. It's a good game to look forward to. Yes. Yes. Two 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 favorites mm-hmm. with European class talents on each end, and what Morocco has not been tested. They played a lot of teams that you nice. expected. Egypt was tested and got nice. um, a lot of difficulties. So we'll see um, if Morocco is really what they say. Okay, great. Good stuff. Good stuff. So 
clearly next week we will get another update on the African Cup of Nations. Um, but interesting happening over there that Ivory Coast fell out, you know, interesting. And they were supposed to be focusing on this and trying to get some glory from this tournament. So that wraps up Fast Break. Next up, Super Mario Adventures. Welcome to Super Mario Adventures, where Mario comments on a sporting event or topic, item of interest, not in mainstream news or just below the radar. What do you have for us this week, Mario? Well, um, golf is something that I, I rarely watch, but when I do get time to watch it, like I'll watch it. And um, one of the things that we discussed off here is the rising a lot of different prodigies from different sports who end up not making it. But if there's somebody that I'm rooting for is um, Akshay Matia. Um, he had his first um, victory in the Corn Ferry Tour. And okay. he's, he actually has a, a lot of, he has that essence that um, Tiger Woods had in terms of like young teenage star. He has that type of personality that seems like it's going to not just be important in the world of golf, but in terms of making a superstar. Is he black? Um, no, not black necessarily. I know it's not Asian. He's not uh, Caucasian. No, no. Okay. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying to remember which one it is. Okay. Um, but no, he's not black and he's not Caucasian. But um, but that will to me also help in his career. He looks like he looks like he has some Asian mixed to him because he looks like some Indian um, yeah like that type of but I didn't want to you know get, get the guys you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you I know he was um he's definitely an American okay um he's he's done a lot of um he's won a lot in terms of um amateur wins um mm-hmm. junior PGA in 2017 um um world championships um in 2019 um, the Polo Golf Junior Classic in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's one of those guys who a lot of people are expecting to become, you know, the next Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods. Um, Phil Mickelson, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. He does well. I would, I would pass him as black. He does look. He has um like some some Indian, um, yeah, features, but also I can see there's black there too. So there is some mix going on there. Does look like a kind of a geek from Stanford. A, yeah, a prospect, as you're saying, to look forward to. I mean, there has been many. There, there, there have been many prospects, even in golf itself. Um, Rory McIlroy was supposed to be a great one. He has won a, a fair bit, but not really as prolific as a Tiger. Um, there was Jordan Spieth in recent years. Um, so and he also did not hasn't gone on really to create the waves that they were expecting of him uh and also there's other little guy i don't remember his name off the bat but he was also in the running to be another sensation in the sport but um yeah good to get an update on what's happening on there in the world of of golf and a new new a new prodigy on the, on the, on the rise here um, as i said we discussed mario that i mean this happens so often in sports you know it's not just having talent it's a whole heap of other things 
support you have i mean your personal um characteristics and drive and passion and stuff like that and so many things come into play but interesting to have, to have visited that world as we have we don't really do it a lot on the show but yes this is where you get treat to the tracks which are more seldomly taken the super mario adventures segment so we now move over to overtime welcome to overtime and over time, we go into overdrive. We look at the predictions for the sporting events for the upcoming week. And we start with the NBA, where on Friday night, the Grizzlies host the Jazz. What are your thoughts, Mario? I'm going with the Grizzlies win. Grizzlies win. Any score? Uh, it's going to be a tight game. So okay. uh, it's going to be down to the wire. So I can't really give you a score. But All right, that's fine. That's fine. They're, they're both fighting for. Um, the place in the their place in the table because I think the Jazz are right behind the Grizzlies. Okay, then we have Warriors hosting Nets on Saturday. It's another game of we think could be a close game if Kyrie and Harden can um, put it together well. Um, what do you think there? I think Stefan play regain their squad. Okay, I suspect you would go for Warriors, and then we have the Australian Open. Now, let me just provide a little update on what's happening in the Australian Open. Remember that um, yeah, Roger Federer is not playing. Um, he has been injured and coming back from injury from last year. And has taken more time to come back this year because uh, he's an older guy now and wants to make sure he doesn't rush um, the healing process. Uh, but And of course, Novak Djokovic is not playing. Um, this is all on the men's draw now. He's not playing because... He was deported. And that was a big story. We've commented on that. It was taken, um, was on in the headlines a lot because of his um, refusing to take the vaccine and a whole heap of other things that come with that. On the female side, big names that are out, Serena Williams is not, not in the Australian Open. And she's also taking some time to come back. Um, I don't think there is any other big name because the young lady from Japan um, played, yeah. but she was ousted earlier. What's her name again? Naomi Osaka. Naomi Osaka, right. Um, I like, like her play too. But, and she played well coming back. Remember last year, she would have taken a break because of the mental issues and dealing with sports and um, you know the stresses of dealing with fame and that kind of world. She took a break from it and was supported by a lot of other persons. But she has now come back after that mental break and seemed to be in a better place. That takes care of who are in and who are out. So now we have the number one, world number one on the female side. I start on the women's side. World number one is Ashley Barty, who is from Australia. So she, and there's long, it's been a long time since they've had an Australian Open winner who is Australia, you know, so, but she has been looking rampant um, throughout the tournament. She has been looking awesome, like from another world. And even her latest match against Madison Keys from the US, she again was awesome. Um, one in straight sets, looking pretty good. And then she goes up against uh, Collins from the US. Collins defeated Swatek. Swatek who is, I think, 2020 French Open winner. It was a pretty good game, and Swatek looked very 
awesome in the game, but she's going up against someone who just looks, she, she's almost like Novak Djokovic. No, she plays really, I mean, she has no weaknesses, looks dominant and winning in almost like she's barely um, bursting a sweat, you know? So yeah. good. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts. It's Collins versus Barty. Um, Barty's odds on field. I think this would be a test for Daniel Collins. I know that um, Barty has a whole international um, stress on her back. Yeah. But um, as you said, with, uh, from Collins, I haven't seen where she was tested mm-hmm. throughout the competition. I haven't seen where she was really like tested. Um, so I do think that we'll see. As I said, her game doesn't look like there's anything missing from it. This mm-hmm. is the game where we would probably see that. So I yes. think she can pull yeah. off the upset. I do think she has the talent to pull off the upset. But at the same time, I've never seen her throw this competition where she's tested. Well, one thing she has going for her, she has a dangerous, uh, lethal backhand. You know, very good. I mean, she's accurate with it and it's it's deadly. So there's one thing she has carrying which could frighten Ashley Barty. On the men's draw, it is at the semifinal stage and it's Rafael Nadal, um, one of the perennial big threes with Djokovic and Federer. Rafael Nadal, who's coming back from injury, is at the semifinal stage. He's playing against Berrettini from Italy. And Berrettini has looked good. Berrettini defeated Monfields um, in the last round. But this is going to be a good matchup for Nadal. Nadal looks, as usual, he's relentless, um, never gives up. And that's the same game he's bringing. And this game looks pretty decent. But in the other semifinal, you have Tsitsipas from Greece going up against Medvedev, Daniel Medvedev from Russia. And if we remember well, Daniel Medvedev was the one who put the spokes in. Well, he, he stopped the train of Djokovic last year. Djokovic was going for the, the calendar slam and also going for title number 21 to make him the leader in titles, in Grand Slam titles. Um, but he was stopped in his tracks by Daniel Medvedev, who surprised him and won, and won the US Open. Medvedev is still in good form, looking awesome. He was really tested during his last game because he played against um, a young man from Canada who really showed up and stretched him. In fact, he had to overcome match point because the young man won the first two sets and brought him to match point in the third set. And he, he overcame that and came back to bring it to five sets and took the fifth set. You know, it was a remarkable game. One of the better games we've seen in a long while. Um, but the, it, it was really, really good game. You know, um, so Medvedev is in really good form, looking good and has survived a test. So he's going up against Tsitsipas from Greece. Um, based on that description, Maria, who do you think could take it off? I'm going with Medvedev. I think the moment when we come to big for him. And also, I just see the finals being Nadal Medvedev. Right. I just think with the, I just think with the level of experience that they have at this level, yes. that those who are going to end up meeting in the final. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the young man he took out from Medvedev took out from the quarterfinal was Felix. Um, Aliasam. Oh, Aliasam. Yeah, and um, he is he is a young 
younger player coming up, looking pretty good, improving. His game was really good against Medvedev, um, but he, he could not finish the job, you know. Um, but we really hope he continues on the same track. Yeah, so Medvedev is a strong ticket. And in fact, in the win over Ali Asimi, Medvedev paid tribute to Djokovic because they asked him when he was down and out and match points and almost out of the tournament, what did, what did he think of, what, what brought him through? And he said he asked himself, what would Djokovic do? Interesting. They are good friends, you know. Um, so he said that was what inspired him to make a comeback. And he knew it was going to be controversial, but the crowd right away and started booing about it. But yeah, um, very, very, very good end to the tournament here. I met with the Nadal final would be, would be very interesting, as it would be any other person. But Nadal being a defender of the old guard and Medvedev leading the charge for the up and coming should be a very good, very good um, affair. So let us see how that turns out. Um, if I had to bet, I would go for the Nadal at this moment. I think, I just think that he has so much, uh, never say die attitude and his game is at a good state where I could put my money on him. So. Whichever way, though, if it's Nadal Medvedev, it should be a very, very interesting finals over there in Australian Open. And the last game on our schedule for this week is the Rams 49ers. How do you see that going on, Mario? That's in the NFL again. The Rams 49ers. Oh, you're going to go with 49ers. Um, I think Rams are pretenders, um, but looking very good right now, I think um, Niners is kind of team which really could beat them, but Niners have beaten them twice in the regular season already and are the divisional rivals. I feel like they must have learned something. It would be really awful for them to go down a third time, you know. So I don't want to pick them, but I just can't see how they would lose after beating Tom Brady, coming back from Tom Brady. That must have the confidence boosting after Tom Brady came back and tied the game and they had the resolve to get over there pump there. I think that should carry them through. And I think Niners showing up again and having another performance like against Packers may be a little bit too much to ask for a team which through the regular season has been very inconsistent. So it's possible that inconsistency will show up again. So I'm going to go with the Rams for that reason. But clearly not, I'm not going to Rams for the Super Bowl, but they will go to the Super Bowl. Um, Again, like did against the Patriots. So there we have it for the predictions for the week ahead. And there we have it for another show, another interesting edition of the One Love Sports Show. Of course, my co-host Mario from Live Sports and Live Sports is now producing lots of episodes, um, giving deep dives. And I have been visiting as well and um, co-hosting there, which has been quite fun. But Yes, um, if you want more deeper takes and more interesting analysis and longer conversations about popular and um, topical sports items, you can go over to Live Sports Media where you will get a treat. But here at One Love Sports Media, we keep it very concise and we try to give you a roundup of what's happening in the world of sports in a very quick fashion. So thanks for joining us again. As always, keep safe. And always remember, it's one love.